Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor, cookbook author, podcaster, and studying for a master's in nutritional medicine. The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutrition, healthy living to allow you to live your best life. Remember, you can listen to full-length episodes of the Doctor's Kitchen podcast wherever you listen to pods. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and vegetables per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Curries, stews, tray bakes, you name it, it's in the cookbook. I'd be fascinated to find out what your ideas are with regards to public health and where you think the biggest challenges are and what direction you think we should be we should be going in. I think we, you know, like I just said, it's... It's a broad question. It's a broad question. <laughs> yeah, and when it comes to improving health from a nutritional standpoint, like I said, there's so many different moving parts that we need to be thinking of and different kind of um, factors that come into play. So deciding what's the best components of nutritional guidelines is one part. And the kind of eat well plate that we have here, I think will change over the next couple of years and we'll see it going towards more um, sustainable kind of food groups and practices and things like that. And obviously, I don't know if you've spoken about it already, but the Eat Lancet report that came out last week that was essentially giving us targets and what we need to look for from a human health perspective, but also planetary health perspective, i.e. what do we need to do to save our own health and the health of the planet? Mm. And that really, I mean, it's very strict. It's, you know, suggesting that we cut down our red meat consumption massively to uh, like one portion a week, Mm. where previously we were told, oh, just do one meat free day a week, where Mm. now it's just have one meat day a week. That's very drastic for a lot of people and um, particularly in the UK where we eat a lot of meat. But I think if we can take some components of that and be a bit more mindful, so shifting people towards putting as much plant-based foods on the plate, and I know you talk about this, Mm. by default shifts the amount of red meat and dairy meat and and processed meat that we have on our plate. Mm -hmm. But also ensures that we're getting enough fibre in there and micronutrients and things like that. So Food is one part, and actually, from doing this master's, I don't think it's the biggest part. It's how do we actually 
get that onto someone's plate what needs to happen mm. so we can tell people the advice but their environment needs to allow for that so we both know that we don't live in an environment mm. that promotes health we yeah. live in an environment that promotes disease yeah. and by that I mean that we have public transport everywhere we've got you know Uber's swipe of our finger we have Deliveroo at the swipe of our finger um, it's very easy to get nutri- uh, like uh, energy dense but nutrient poor food than it is to get the opposite so there's things that are happening within the public health sphere to help um, create healthier environments and you know that was outlined largely in the obesity kind of action plan Um, so things like reformulation of foods Mm. um, taxation of sugar sweetened beverages also advertisement of foods to kids we need to like start thinking about these kind of things this Uh, environment that they've coined uh, an obesogenic environment um, is is quite fascinating actually because if you look at the data looking at the number of takeaways for example over the last 10 years it's gone up by a third that's that's okay from like a not okay that's not okay Mm -hmm. Uh, that's um, it's quite shocking from uh, a broad perspective perspective actually when you go into the details you'll notice that in areas where there is social deprivation there's low socioeconomic status even though i don't like that term that goes up even more so than in the areas of london in particular where there is a more affluent population so that shows that if you are in a poor environment you are at a massive disadvantage for having a healthier lifestyle and therefore you're going to be more of a burden so actually it's the fault of the environment as well as the individual not just you know we can't just put all the blame on one person or one thing but it's i think that's absolutely fascinating that we're actually we're witnessing these different these inconsistencies and these differences in people's health based on their environment I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutrition, medicine, and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. So do go check it out. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and veg per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen and sign up for recipes every week at thedoctorskitchen.com. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.